welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. Well, we're still in the middle of this godforsaken pandemic. <laughs> and I'm still in wonderful conversation with my mom, Cheryl Douglas. The reason why I put those two things together is because we were really on theme today in conversation about loneliness. And something that my mom shared, you'll hear it, but I want to point it out here, is that this understanding of the mind that we talk about, beginning to wake up to yourself and how you create your experience, as she says here, and I quote, you experience more freedom on the inside with knowing how you work. So, let's go on with the show. Hi, Mom. Hi, Jess. Do they all know your whole name? Jesse? <laughs> I don't e think they do. Go for it. Okay. Jesse, Elaine, Gentry, Douglas Smith, McGraw. Isn't that <laughs> poor thing? <laughs> and I loved every minute of my life having it wonderful it's you know i say I, I say to people that um it was really wonderful to have such a long name for my high school and my college graduation because <laughs> it gave me all the time in the world to cross the stage <laughs> it's wasn't the lady that when you signed up for Social Security or something, she said, do you want to use all of this? And you said, every one of them. Yes. It was when I went to go officially add McGraw. <laughs> and she just looked at the computer and looked back at me and then looked at the computer and looked back at me. And she goes, I have the power right now to take at least one of these away if you would like me to. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, when, when you were really little and you were sitting by your aunt, your auntie Linda, anyhow, and she said, you, we were sitting, remember we were sitting, oh, you probably don't, you were poor. And <laughs> sitting next to her, and I think we were up in wine stocks or something, Macy's. It used to be, yeah. Wine stocks. Wow. Yes. I haven't thought of that in forever. Yeah. And we we went up the stairs, the escalator, and then you both sat down. She sat down with you. And then I ran around looking for a sweater I wanted or something. And this little older lady came by and leaned over and said, And what is your name? And you said, at four, Jesse Lane Douglas Smith. You and forgot Gentry. Yes, Jesse, Jesse Lane Gentry Douglas. See, I forget, and I'm your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, and so your your aunt told me, Linda told me about that. That and that you went through it like it was just that's who you were, and it <laughs> took her. It took the lady. She stood back and. Oh, you have a long name. <laughs> so little. 
Oh, so cute. So little. Anyway, that was fun. So what are you going to talk about today? Yes. So <clears throat> kind of playing off of last week, I was thinking of why don't we chat a little bit about how we have found that um, knowing the three principles has been helpful to us. And I think it kind of feeds into, you know, I know a lot of people um, have been dealing with loneliness a lot yes. at this, yes. you know, especially this last year. Um, so, yeah. So I kind of thought if you want to kick that off, whatever bubbles up as a story or, you know, I know last week you shared that you kind of uh can be in awe of the fact that you can sit in front of MSNBC for two hours and feel like the world is over. And then you yeah. go outside to, to take care of the birds and yeah. you're all of us, you notice, Oh my gosh, I'm having, life doesn't look so bad. Yes. And that's the, uh, and I think there's kind of a universal thing going on right now, whether it's in our country and probably other countries that because you can't, be with your family, you can't be with your friends. And so, uh, and, and you can't, the, the whole thing of not being able to feel the freedom of going out, but you can get more freedom on the inside if you know that you can move away from those thoughts. So I think it's kind of a universal experience of feeling the depth of loneliness and not as much connection because I think human beings really need connection yes not only with ourselves but with others and so um, and so that that that's kind of a prevalent feeling I think at least that's what in my experience with my family and my friends that's what we're having a sense of, and not being able to kind of share life together, just, you know, and so, um, <clears throat> so anyhow, it, it does help, it does help to, because you and your sisters, right, we do a lot of FaceTime. Yeah, because I so, haven't actually physically seen you for a year, you know, yes. this month is one year since we've been right. with each other. Right. I haven't snuggled with you. Yeah. I haven't snuggled with your your um your sisters. More more for the your older sister, Lee. Oh yes. Because she lives close. But anyhow, and so it is a it's it is a difficult thing to um be it's wonderful if you're conscious about that whatever your thoughts are, whatever your longings are are still in your thoughts and so when you can be able to shift out or take care of yourself like calling and facetiming to be able to see each other and calling and and um that is helpful of course it's not the same as being in each other's homes and being able to physically squeeze on each other yeah but it is seems to be that's one thing that we can we can all probably understand about ourselves. It doesn't matter what culture, what language you have. That's, I yes. think, that's, we've had a lot of freedom to run back and forth. 
and now we're trying to take care of ourselves and each other by not being in each other's face so we can keep each other safe. Yeah. Yeah. So. I've had this, um, you know, this, this feeling just kind of came over me about, cause I went through a phase in the process of the three principles, you know, this understanding just going deeper and deeper, you know, you and I talk about that all the time about, you know, it just, it's never ending. You just right. seeing it more deeply and more deeply. And it was, it was something for me when I realized that loneliness really is a state of mind, mm -hmm. just like what you're saying. And I went through this phase a little bit of going, well, then I guess we don't need, do we need connection? You know, it's like, I started to really feel like you have to define it. You know, it's, you know, our brains are so good at wanting to really define things. Right. <laughs> um, So I went through that, you know, I went through a little bit of that going, well, geez, I don't know if it's necessary that we have connection and, you know, and, and mm -hmm. community and stuff like that. Um, and then now I've kind of come back around the bend because I think that was just, you know, it was a learning turning point for me. Right. Because what was happening in me is that I would hit these, and this is before COVID but I would hit these spots of feeling really lonely about, you know, like missing you because yeah. we don't, you know, same state, but we're still six hours of drive apart, right. you know? Right. Um, and so it was in one of these moments when I was feeling really like I was missing you really bad. And I realized that all I was thinking about was how much I missed you. And of course, then the, the, um, I'm picturing a tunnel, but that runaway train of thought that goes with yeah. that is yeah. everything from the mm -hmm. timeline of our mm -hmm. lives and when am I going to see you? And, you know, and I, you know, and, and thoughts come up of like, I've got to see you sooner than later or else I'm not going to do well. Right. And, and then I had this moment of waking up to it and going, oh, I'm that's me still creating that experience of longing inside of myself. Yeah. And in that moment, it's like, I just got dropped back into my true self, my, that deeper place inside of me. And I got filled with just this warm, loving feeling. It's kind of indescribable because I just, it's like, I just, like you, like you've said this before, when you just wake up. Yes. And I felt all of this warm feeling and, and all of a sudden I started to just feel grateful that I still mm. have you and that we're wow. so close. Yes. And all of these things that I'm just so grateful for about you mm. and my relationship to you. And then I'm sure that led me to probably calling you. <laughs> You know, because it's like that's when we help ourselves is when oh, we yeah. tune into that deeper place. So, yeah. So, I mean, I am 
I have come all the way around the bend of um, connection and community is so important because, you know, you just, we thrive in, in, we thrive in that we thrive. It's, it's, it's important. It's, it's necessary, but it was amazing to have this experience of realizing that we are also still okay. Um, even when we're experiencing thoughts of loneliness. And they say that the, I guess the words that I would say also is that when I feel those, when I'm experiencing those thoughts of loneliness or really anxiety and fear, what really puts me back into the moment is gratefulness, mm-hmm. is just the, just the gratefulness about um, sometimes it's memories. Sometimes it's uh, just grateful to be alive and uh, have you and my family, your sisters and my, and my son-in-laws. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it fills your heart up, fills your whole system up in a whole different way than when you're feeling so scared yeah. or you're feeling so lonely. And so those fill up that place, you know, they fill up that place. And even though it's interesting, even though my mom has been gone for so many years, that sometimes I can see her face and fill up from just her When I used to say to her these dumb things, when I used to say to her, or she'd say to me, she'd say, you're so funny. <laughs> and then about a half a second later, she'd say, funny looking. And I said, mother, <laughs> how can you give me a wonderful compliment if you think I'm funny? <laughs> and then take it right back. Do you think I'm funny looking? And then she'd laugh. And I also remember the thing that has come up a lot lately, and 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 your aunt, my sister, has said the same thing. She'd say, oh, Lord, help us all. And we were all going through, like today, she would say, and what's going on in the, oh, for heaven's sakes, Lord, help us all. We'll make this, we'll get through this too. Yes. You know, and so some of those things are so endearing that fill me up. And gratefulness for her uh, teaching me about nature and being peaceful and takes away the loneliness if you see, you know, the birds and the beauty of everything. So uh, sometimes the memories do that too. They can take away some of the the loneliness, the sadness, the helplessness, the, you know, all of it, anxiety. Yeah. And it changes your state of thought, you know? Yes. yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what's so, uh, that's what's such a gift of, and again, it's just waking up 
to how we work inside right. in the way that all of us ladies had to wake up to how our menstrual cycle worked. Yes, exactly. Or else we'd all be wigging out about, oh my God, I'm dying every day or once a month, you know? Exactly. Once exactly. we understood how it worked, you know, I mean, uh-huh. I had that, you know, I think because my my period had started quite early. I was like 10. Yeah. I think you had, you hadn't had the, of course I had, of course I had experienced you and my sisters talking about it, oh, but yeah. we hadn't had a direct conversation about at some point you're going to start bleeding, you know, right. because I was so young. Yeah. I remember when I, 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 I don't remember the day or anything like that, but I do remember that when I said to you, oh my God, I'm bleeding. And you said, oh, Christ, <laughs> I was supposed to talk to you about that before it happened. <laughs> well, nobody would thought you'd started right out of birth for God. Right. Exactly. But that's, but that's what's so great because in one moment I was scared mm-hmm. and then immediately after understanding what was happening in exactly. my body, yeah. I didn't feel scared anymore. No, just it that is. information can really help you understand. And even what we're talking about with understanding our own thoughts, that can, that also you don't have to feel as helpless about it. Yes. That they're in control because they're not. Right. So, yeah. Exactly. That. I, also, I also remember that I've never seen anything like this. And I'm pointing my finger at you over the computer. I have never seen a young person, a child, be able to get their braces on at nine and off at 11. If you think about how crazy that is. Yeah. My goodness. So you just kind of had everything was old. When yeah. you, were born. you started out old, old, wise lady at such a tiny age. told you were ahead of me (laughs) no (laughs) oh that's sweet mom but yeah it's that you know it's like if you see it through that through those eyes of not trying to figure something out what is it jesse and cheryl are saying mind consciousness and thought what the hell no if you just drop all of it and you drop into the feeling of what we're sharing it feels like common sense because right. you're already familiar with it because it's how you've been working this whole all time. time. All the time. It's just getting yeah. touch with that. Yeah. So, you know, it's such a awesome piece of information to know once you actually just you know, once it's, once it's kind of described to you a little bit and you, and you kind of slowly move forward with it and take in the little nuggets of information and you wake up to the fact that you are always creating your experience, right? Not that you have to stress out about, oh, I'm always feeling my thoughts and my thoughts create anxiety and depression and bad relationships. No need to look at it that way. It's more enjoyable to focus on how hopeful and wonderful it is that you are the one that is doing this for yourself. And when you see it more and more clearly, 
oh man, I'm the one always creating this. Then it immediately kind of takes away all of that pressure of, you know, whether wherever you've come from, your past experiences, you know, any tra- traumatic stuff or family trauma or, you know, mm-hmm. family system stuff. Right. It immediately gives you agency just over your own self and how you want to then move forward, knowing that you are, you are the creator. Yes. You can uncreate, you can uncreate that. You can undo that and live more in the present and then go forward. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's a new, it's new. It's a, it's a, such an opening to completely different than the way we used to think when I was being trained that um, you had to go back to this, the, all of it and then re-traumatize people. But that's one thing I could not do. I just want them to know what they learned about themselves through that. And then this teaching is about, okay, you have that information about yourself. You can create something different. You can, you can have a different story for yourself to go forward, you know. Yes. So, so there's some peace in that. Exactly. We get really good at it. You do live more in the day, in the moment, and then you can move forward with yourself and create what you want. Yes. I think we came to a perfect spot to end. Okay. That feels really nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever you say, I'm with you. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll see you next week, Mom. Yes. I sure am loving this, doing this with you. I know. It's so fun. It's so fun to be in it together. Yes. Isn't it? Me too. And I know this is going to make you feel shy, but the the people have spoken and they love hearing from you. So I'm so happy that we are doing it together. That's good. And yes, it makes me feel shy. <laughs> For some reason, I'll have to go back under my covers <laughs> <laughs> and try to disappear. <laughs> I, love it. I used to sit in a chair in front of somebody and maybe a family or a couple or or young children or whatever. And I was just in the office being quiet doing this. So to do it in a bigger sense, I will have to make sure that I dive under the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Well, you've heard it here, everybody. If we can't find Cheryl Douglas, we know where to look. (laughs) Under... Under her bed. (laughs) Amen to that. (laughs) All right. I love you tons, Mom, and I'll see you next week. Sounds wonderful. Bye, honey. Bye, Mom. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to share with friends and family and give us a rate and review on iTunes so more folks find us in this little corner of the podcast world. And give me a call. 
The hotline is always open for questions and comments. The number is 818-646-JESS. That's 818-646-JESS. Sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>